You're listening to The Building Code. I'm Tom Houghton. I'm Paul Worth. We're going to bring our guest on in just a second, but first I want to tell you about an exciting opportunity we have called Builder Trend University On The Road. We're calling it BTU On The Road for short. This will be taking place in Dallas, Texas on October 3rd, 2019. It's a one-day event for you and your team to learn more and how to optimize your usage of Builder Trend. We have a limited time early bird discount available right now. So if you go to the website, buildertrendu.com slash Dallas, you'll see the limited time pricing there. Depending on when you're listening to this episode, it might already be gone. So as soon as you listen to it, go check it out. It's about a third of the price. Hey, there that's good. Go. And uh, you can register there. So more information on the website. Awesome. Well, great. Check that out. And uh, we'll dive in here with our guest. On this episode of The Building Code, we've got two interviews with winners of the 40 Under 40 Award from Pro Remodeler Magazine. We're always proud of our clients' hard work, and we're pleased to see that about half the group uh, being recognized this year are Builder Trend clients. The 40 Under 40 Award is given to young industry professionals who have a stellar reputation for their innovations and accomplishments. According to Pro Remodeler, these individuals are the industry's future leaders and are the future of the industry itself. First, we'll have a conversation with Justin Ship from Meridian Design Construction based out of Ventura, California. And then following that, we'll be talking with Charlie Schlegel from Schlegel Design Remodel in Kansas City, Missouri. Lots to discuss on today's episode, so let's get started with Justin Ship. Hi, Justin. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Tom, why do we have Justin here? Justin is the recent award winner of the 40 Under 40. Uh, so congratulations on winning that. And I think also there's another award that you guys won. The Remodeling Big 50. That's awesome. That's a big deal. Yeah. That's a very big yeah. deal. What, Thank you. What, what, so I've heard of the Big 50. What actually is the criteria? Is it just a cool company so, doing cool things, or is it revenue, or what is it? I think it's a multitude of things. Um, you send them uh, like a client list, and then they use Guild Quality to interview all the clients on the list and get feedback from how you're doing from a customer service standpoint. They review all of your project photos um, and your website. And I think one of the things that helped us is uh, we do something a little different than most remodeling companies in that we donate 1% of revenue to local charities, typically environmental charities, um, just to kind of offset the environmental impact of construction in itself. And so I think that that helped us. Well, that's, that's awesome in its own right. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And you've got a nice nice little environment to protect out there. You're based out in Ventura, California. We're based out in Ventura, yep. Serve the uh, surrounding areas there, like Ojai? We do Ventura, Ojai, Santa Barbara, Montecito, yeah. Beautiful area out there. Yeah, it That's is. Nice so, place to live. So yeah. tell us about, uh, we always ask everybody this, tell us about your story. What's your company like, size-wise, employees, things like that? What do you guys do? Sure. So uh, we're, we're a small company. Right now it's just three of us. Um, we should do around $2 million in revenue this year. Um, we've been around for 15 years. But the business really didn't get good until I brought my now wife on and about four years ago. And she kind of helped implement better systems and processes. And that's when we started messing around with software like Builder Trend and getting more documented processes and and better ways to do things so that we could have a better client experience. 
Awesome. So was she your was she your girlfriend or just an employee? She was my her? she was my girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I didn't I didn't know where that story was at. Like my now wife. Right. No, okay. I didn't. I didn't just hire. Him yeah. Like, right. like, <laughs> it's a different, interesting hiring practices yeah. there. You know? and a creepy boss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's good. So you said 15 years ago was it your business? Because if you're 40, yeah. 40 under 40, I'm trying to carry the one here. That means you like started yeah, the business I was when you're like 25 when yeah. I started. Wow. I, I I've been kind of in the industry my whole life. My dad was a plumber. So, I mean, I was digging trenches for him. He would always make me do the worst jobs. But <laughs> when I was like 10, I was on job sites. Um, when I was about 24, him and I went into business together as general contractors. And we just uh, – we butted heads a little bit as as fathers and sons do, especially when the son's in his 20s. And I was like, I'm going to show you, dad, and went out on my own. And that – dumb decision kind of led to some good things <laughs> there you go yeah we talk about that leap all the time yeah it's interesting because you said you obviously you did business a long time without kind of sounds like real good systems in place correct so things were working though because uh, obviously we're still in business kind of they were kind of working okay uh, but you know once we started learning once we started getting educated on how this business should work through guys like Michael Stone and Remodelers Advantage and things like that we started to learn better ways to to run things yeah and we talk about all the time like that's one aspect of it is to have the knowledge of how I should run it and then you realize well I need something to hold all this information and look at report like you need a vehicle for it right 100 percent yeah and that's where where build a trend and systems like us when we started, Builder Trend was just a way for us to schedule jobs and communicate that schedule to clients. That's really all we used it for. And as we've been using it, I mean, I still don't use all the features in Builder Trend because I'm just trying to, you know, we try to just roll them out slowly and, and learn new things, master something, and then move on to the next thing. So we're still not using all the features, and it is so integral to our business that I could not run a day without it. That's awesome. Dude. That's really great. I, we just like being a, a part of just a small part of success with companies like yours, quite honestly. Yeah. That's cool. It's really cool for it me. It really means a lot. Mm-hmm. You, you guys are accomplishing that. It's like, it's crazy how I feel like every week I get an alert that there's a new feature that just rolled out. And it's like, whoa, oh, that's a feature I can totally use. It's not like, oh, you're just rolling out features to roll out features. It's stuff that you can tell that people have given you input that are in the industry and that, you know, know this stuff and customers have given you guys input and you're rolling that stuff out yeah yeah so i just listened to one of our uh podcasts and on the podcast i think i said like hey we should ask everybody how they got their name of their business and we have yet to do that since (laughs) that was like so we did a good job (laughs) so so I want to ask how, how did how did your name come about? Where'd Meridian that, Design. Yeah, right? where'd that come from? So it's it's kind of a funny story that takes a couple weird turns. My dad and I's business was called Craftsmanship because my last name is Ship, and it was clever. And I'm like, how am I going to come up with something that good? So I started uh, looking for in a thesaurus for this is back you know before we, I was using the internet sure. for that kind of stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. In a thesaurus, and it's like the best is it was either Pinnacle or Meridian means the best. Oh. I was just a you know silly kid. Who didn't know what he was doing, and I picked Meridian. Turns out the place that I was born, which is Mammoth Lakes, California, the, str- the street that I was first brought home to where we lived was Meridian Boulevard, and I didn't find that out until about 10 years later. So it was kind of a roundabout, random coincidence. Yeah. That's awesome. 
That's really that's cool. A really, that is a cool story. Yeah, so. I was thinking I was going to go, you know, I, I thought about changing at one point to Prestige Worldwide. Ooh. I feel like that's a rap group. I do too. Like yeah, I mean, it's kind of... It's like a rap label. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a ste- Step Brothers reference. Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. Step, I, I, I recognize that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not on. That's producer Brooke with the reference there. Catalina, nice job. Catalina Wine Good job, Brooke. Yeah. Good job. Good job, super yeah. producer. I thought maybe with the Meridian 2 thing, you were going with like the maritime, like ship, you kept the whole ship thing still. I think it still applies, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, like I didn't even think about sailing that. Sailing and yeah, like needing navigation on the Meridian. Yeah, I think it's nice. So, yeah. so are you guys are you guys doing remodel projects there typically, or is it ground up? We specialize in whole house remodels. We will probably start doing some ground ups. We had a, a big couple big fires. Oh, that's yeah. right. Is that uh, the last couple area? years? So oh, we had yeah. one oh, okay. here in Ventura where we lost I think fifteen hundred homes, yeah. and then there was one in Malibu last year that we lost you know another six or seven hundred. So building is crazy. We're starting to get inquiries on, on new home stuff, but we have not started into that yet. Yeah. So that's super interesting. I bet there's a whole group of construction companies there that have really never done ground up construction because ground was never available, right? It was super slow. There was only a few right. builders here and a lot of them were like building spec homes for sale. And now a lot of the remodel companies have had to transition into building because there's just so much of it. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of homes there, you know, homes that were built decades ago that definitely yeah. need whole house remodeling. <laughs> I mean, the house costs a fortune, but it looks, you know, it's, it's dated yeah. for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what's so crazy about that area. And then you got to come in and you got to gut it and kind of restart, would you keep the bones of the house? So. so, so yeah, there's a question. So I've heard it's insanely, um, like the building permits and like that, that red tape is crazy there. Is, is that it's, true? Like, yeah. The, yeah. So yeah, unique, like, unique to your area, like how long, how much longer does it take to build, uh, do a remodel than like say in Omaha, Nebraska? So just the, the planning and, and permitting process, um, we're doing one right now in Santa Barbara that took over a year to get to construction crazy so you know took took a month or two to do the planning and and drawings and all that stuff and then the permitting process just takes forever yeah the the other thing i heard is that there's so many environmental laws there like Mm -hmm. that you have to do like what like you have to like test the soil and like maybe do a bunch of extra like construction stuff just in sort of like that foundation type stuff right yeah yeah we have to do all that stuff and then we also have to do uh construction waste recycling all of the construction waste has to go and get sorted and recycled and i think that's starting to happen in a lot of areas though yeah so yeah and you've got so california they just passed i think a law about requiring solar to be on all yep. new construction right what yep yeah so that's you have passed. to have solar it, when, january when is first of next year solar on all new construction and i think in a couple years they're going to start adding it to remodels too yeah Oh. So we already have laws that you have to have low flow toilets. Sure. And you have to have, I mean, the energy requirements here are the biggest, yeah. hardest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like bath, like the low flow toilets, but that also goes to like shower heads can like the gallons per minute has to be super low, right? Like, we can't, we can't get a lot of stuff because most, a lot of fixtures are not California compliant yep. for water usage. And yep. so we can't get a lot of stuff. They just won't even ship it to California. Yeah. So, so you're a small company. Uh, I would assume you're doing the sales then? Yes. So I've always wondered this. So how many projects do you like? And maybe you look at it in revenue, but how, how many projects do you, are, do you like to do a year? 25 to 30 typically. Oh, wow. That's more than I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. 
So, um, so 25 to 30, then how many leads do you think you have to manage in a year then to whittle down to those 25? So we aim for the, you know, a lot of people say that industry standards around closing around 33% is a good closing percentage. We probably get, you know, of the leads that come in, just like raw leads that come in, we probably deny 30, 40% of them just because it's not for fit right off the bat because they don't have the budget or whatever. So we talk then, about that a lot. There's a qualification process in this business. Yep, you have yep, to do, right? Yep. Super you important. Have, you have to have Or you're just chasing chasing things. Well, that, there's also, you know, the component is there's some nightmare clients out there. Right. And you have to have kind of a, we have a, what's called a red flag system where we have a list of red flags. And if they get more than one or two red flags, it's a, it's a no go. This Can is, we, I want to dive into that's, this. That's super interesting. I think our, 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 the other fellow builders from ours would love to hear this. So yeah, I've, I was just going to ask you like, okay, yeah a nightmare client, but like, how do you identify that? And you guys have some throughout the years, you've just sort of built this list of things and yep. it's one or two of those. And then we'll just see you later. Right. Would you mind sharing some of those? So I've built it and then I've actually talked to other guys cause I, you know, and, and we kind of recently had one where we missed some of the red flags because we weren't paying attention and you know, we, we liked the, the project and, and it turned into a, a really stressful thing where I was losing sleep over it. Some of the red flags, uh, you know, they fired the previous contractor. Yeah, a, I've heard that. That's a before. huge red flag. That's a yeah. huge red flag because you know, fifty percent of the time it's because the contractor was not that great, and fifty percent of the time it's because the client had maybe probably unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, if they have an air of like entitlement and superiority, that that's that's always not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, another big one is I would do this myself, but I just don't have the time. Ooh. Well, that means that they don't really respect you or your time. Sure. You yeah. know, you're just you're just a a piece in a puzzle for them and it's not going to work. You know, we're looking I've for people that, that too. in software. Yeah. It's unbelievable how many construction companies would say that to us. Yeah. I would build this myself, but I just don't have the time. Right. Yeah. Build the software. Yeah. We have 500 employees <laughs> right. to build this software. It's like, yeah, it's just, that's just, you know, they don't, yeah. they don't respect, right. respect what we right. bring to the table if they're, they're saying things like that. So yeah, that's a really cool concept. That's a good list. The red flag list. Yeah. It's, yeah, and it's but it's it's weird because you got to kind of keep it on the down low and go. You can't really tell people, right? Hey, exactly. Right. Yeah, you didn't make the cut. Flags here. Right. Yeah. I, that was going to be a follow up question. So, how do you exit? Uh, how how do you? Stop so we'll typically somebody? send a letter that says, "Hey, you know, we re- really appreciate your inquiry. Um, you know, while we're excited about the prospect of doing business with you, at this time we're going to have to deny it because we have." this, this, and this going on. And, and sometimes it is just a scheduling thing where some mm-hmm. project came through and we got, we have to, to move on. Um, that happens often too, where it's just like this one is not a good fit. And so we're just going to move on because of scheduling. But sometimes it's because yeah. the client, it just seems like they're going to be too difficult to deal with. So, so let's go back to that. So a uh, hundred leads, 30, 40% just qualification out the door. Yep. So then you're like, yep. you know, 60 leads. And yep. so, and so we want to book, 33% of those 60. So, so we talk about this a lot. So do you, do you try to set a meeting? Is that like your first next step is like, Hey, let's meet and let's talk about the project or, or what is so the, the initial thing is about a 20, 25 minute phone call. And that's my wife does that. She just goes through, she knows, she knows budgets so well that she can listen to them talk on the phone and go, here's what I think that's probably going to cost. And, and she gauges their reaction. Is that something they can work with? Is it not? So we, we can kind of screen that way. And then there's a, a job walk and initial estimate. Typically, 
this is a more recent thing. We're charging for that. We charge about 150 to $250 to go on the job walk. It just gives us a little bit of, are they serious or not? Um, and, and, and if we know they're serious, they're, they're going to pay that. So we'll mm-hmm. go do the job walk and then we'll build them out an initial budget. What we would expect to pay for a project like this and what we've, what we've charged before for this type of project, it's usually pretty accurate. It's when within about 5% of what we usually end up with unless the architect changes something major. And then once we go to a design phase, then we have a design fee. That's We do a design fee that's fully refundable if they go through with construction with us. So the design fee would be 3% of the project cost. And then that's fully refundable if they proceed to construction with us. If they don't, we keep it for our time. Right. Um, and in that phase, we start kind of specifying materials and, and getting it tightened down. Mm-hmm. And then we submit a new estimate based on what the actual stuff being used is. Got and it. that goes to contract. And then you go to contract, then you go to production. Yep. Right. Yep. Cool. So you're, you're shooting for 33%. That's, I, I swear to God, uh, Josh Kaiser, our VP of sales, and I did a class yesterday at BTU about that. And we were like basically 35%. Is yeah. 35 is. When, yep. what you, that was the number you threw out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's right there. That's great. So a lot of people say if you're missing that number, you're, you know, if you're not getting 33%, you're either price is too high or your sales process isn't good. Process. Yep. So that's, that's what we typically find. That's awesome. So do you guys, um, do you guys offer financing at all? We don't, but you guys released the rocket loans the other day and we're, we were just talking about thinking about maybe offering financing because we do get inquiries about it and, I've done some research on it and never found anything that I thought was reliable. But I think the trust that we have in everything you guys have done kind of pushes it to, well, this is a no brainer. If we want to do this, we can do it through you guys. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just so, it's just so interesting that like remodeling, it's like if, if I was doing one and they offered me zero percent, zero percent for like 12 months, like why wouldn't you do that? Right. (laughs) And then I would spend more too. Right. Yeah, exactly. It does free the client up a little bit cash wise. Yeah. So yeah, good. More to come about that. Yeah. Yeah. We're pumped on it. So we're going to do some more research on that and figure out how we can implement that. That's awesome. We'll make sure to put all the stuff in the show notes too, like the red flag stuff. I know we know, we now know why you're 40 under 40 and big 50. (laughs) Yeah. You have proven yourself (laughs) worthy of this. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and joining us on the podcast today. And uh, we'll make sure we put in a link to your Instagram so we can see those pictures of you winning the award. Perfect. That'd be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. We got, we got to get you up to Omaha sometime, get out of that terrible weather you have. (laughs) I agree. I agree. It just seems so temperate and nice there. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Justin. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. All right. What a great conversation with Justin. I'm very excited to transition now into our next guest who's joining us again, a 40 under 40 winner. Uh, Let's talk to Charlie Schlegel. Charlie is the co-owner of Schlegel Design and Remodeling based in Kansas City, Missouri. Welcome, Charlie. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Hello, Charlie. Uh, we were just talking. You've been a, a Builder Trend client for five years now, and uh, we are really happy to see that you and a handful of others were on the forty under forty list this year. Yeah, well, it's, it was a uh, it was an honor to be chosen, and uh, even an honor and a surprise. I'll say that. Yeah, and as I said previous, like it's kind of an honor just to be under forty at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Got about five, five more, four and a half more years. Right. There you yeah. go. Great. So let's talk a little bit about your team. So can you give us kind of an insight into your business? 
Yeah. The company was started in 1980 by my father, Jake. And in 2018, uh, my my uh, partner, Chris Peterson, and myself uh, bought the business from Jake. Chris had been with the company for, oh, just that 20 years. And I had been uh, involved with the company since 14. Uh, I had actually worked under Chris uh, on, on several projects. So um, it, it's good to now be on a, a, an equal playing field. Um, there's a lot of times I've moved uh, uh, piles of lumber for him, just to, <laughs> I think just to move piles of lumber. Um, so, so we, uh, in 2018, took over, and um, we've, we've, uh, I started it with the company back in 2011 and came in to focus on uh, developing and building our handyman service and uh, took that from myself and uh, one team member, Kirk Thomas, to now we have a, uh, a team of, of 15 uh, t- people on our handyman uh, service that are, you know, in, involved in sales and estimating and uh, production. And Kirk has uh, risen to the ranks of production manager for our handyman service. So we're a full-service design build remodeling company. We have a handyman service and we have a paint department. Uh, we're a team of 70 uh, individuals. We just crested 70 team members as of last week. Um, and and uh, those are on. So we have people on staff ranging from uh, carpenters, lead carpenters, tile setters, painters, you know, other trades, uh, to project managers, production managers, uh, two degreed on staff architects, um, a drafter, and uh, several designers, twelve designers, and then our administrative team. So that's quite the team. Yeah, yeah, we've we've grown from. Oh, when my dad was in the basement, uh, you know, just him and uh, being a general contractor to now uh, offering those three different lines of services um, and, and, you know, have a showroom here in Kansas City, Missouri, um, that we do a lot of our selections and design development in uh, for our design build projects and uh, use a lot of trade partner showrooms as well. So. So it's really unique that you guys have those two divisions. I have to imagine as you grow as a general contractor, especially in remodeling, you have thoughts of, boy, I would, it probably makes sense for me to bring my carpenters in, in-house or my painters in-house or start a handyman division because there's so much of that handyman work out there. What are some of the concerns that a business or that you guys had before you sort of went all in on a handyman division or even a paint division? Well, the, our, our main focus at this company, our, our company mission is to provide the ultimate client experience. And it's something we talk about on an hourly level, uh, a daily level. Uh, we're not we're not just uh, uh, putting it in writing and forgetting about it. So it, one of the most difficult things to maintain with growth is to ensure that we're continuing to provide that um, as new people come on board that may not be assimilated uh, yet into our culture. Uh, but we work hard to bring them up through orientations to uh, make sure they know what the ultimate client experience is in the opinion of Schlegel Design Remodel and how to uh, achieve providing that. You've won this award, which is fantastic. What's life been like afterwards? Well, there was a parade down Main Street, <laughs> uh, you know, a few weeks ago. You guys missed it. You're not far. I'm surprised they didn't get the message up to Omaha. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, I, I saw walk the spotlights. In and dinner's, 
dinners are on the house, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I got a, a thing to do at uh, Arrowhead on opening day, you know, yeah. so a lot of big oh, stuff. Yeah. That's good. Um, so, has it, but no, it, it, it has been, uh, it, it's been fun. It's been fun to uh, share. We, we've put it out on our social media. Um, you know, we, we celebrated it here at the company um, and, and talked about what it was and, and what we're doing. We do quarterly uh, all meets where all the team members from the company get together and talk about success stories. So uh, we'll be doing that in our next all meet uh, since we haven't had one since this. But, um, you know, it's, it's just it's positivity out there. Um, again, in, in, in the world we live in today where you can you can find bad news just as quickly as you want it. Uh, it's just it's more it's good out there that's that's going on it's uh, people connecting with people you know in, in my uh, 40 under 40 I was big on you know remodeling companies are all about the people um, you know this is not a product that a, a uh, machine can manufacture with re- repetition uh, so there's a lot of human dynamic and, and as I mentioned earlier communication that goes on um, so it, it's just been fun to, to share it with people and and talk about it and then you know of course a, a pat on the back is always fun and I, I don't uh, I'm usually not the one that's uh, I, I try to give more pat than I get, so it's 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 been nice to get it, and um, you know, hear people uh, saying that uh, they're they're proud of, of the achievements that we've uh, we've accomplished in the year and a half that we've uh, taken over. So um, it's it's just it's been all good things, you know. Yeah, that's really cool. You, you know, you keep mentioning uh, or alluding to your culture there, and I think that seems like something very important to you. So that is a very hot topic. When, whenever we have Builder Train University each month. We have about 75 companies that come to our office and walk our walk our hallways and see sort of the culture we have, and they ask us that question. Seems like you guys have a good culture there. Are there just a few tips um, that you could give other companies uh, that are listening to who maybe want to build their culture so that, A, they can keep the people they like longer and they can deliver that right message to every time and that great quality of customer service? I mean, I, I guess I, what got me to ask you that is like that quarterly meeting idea or that quarterly outing. Like that's something that's kind of simple, but people don't think about. Is there are there other things that that you guys do? Well, I think it's important for any uh, company to identify what they want their culture to be, um, and and it is hard to put that maybe into words. But you know, using a words or, or, or a phrase, and then using the vision and the mission. Um, and setting goals that are in line with your your um, culture, and then measuring those. Uh, did you did you achieve those goals? Are you working towards the vision and the mission? And measuring that. If you do those, if you can set those goals, if you can set a mission and a vision, and you can measure toward it, uh, I think you can start to develop a, a strong culture that is um, you know that that can be disseminated through you to others. Um, and, and I would like to take the credit for that, but I would say, you know, my dad, uh, and, and the team members before me really, uh, laid, laid the groundwork for that. It's, it's my and Chris's job and our team members job, uh, to continue, uh, you know, carrying that on and, and disseminating what that culture is throughout our company as we continue to, uh, grow. So it's, uh, a, a culture, 
I, to me, the culture is uh, something that we, we hear quite a bit when we are uh, talking with team members about what what uh, what retains them here uh, or why they were. Uh, why they consider joining this team uh, is because they hear that we have a strong culture. Um, you know, we get referrals from our current team members for their friends or family or people that they know that uh, want to come be a part of our team. So, um, yeah, it's it's very important here. We we talk about it regularly. So, yeah, it sounds like the theme is is it's not just something you set in a uh, company playbook. You got to continually speak to it and and work on it right absolutely yeah it's uh it's got to be brought up on a regular basis um you know again those the the i i mentioned to you our our mission our mission of providing that ultimate client experience we talk about that i mean again hourly um and and we talk about what it means and are we doing that uh how are we doing that so um uh, that and, and we talk about we have our internal and external clients. So when we say ultimate client experience, we're not talking just about our clients that are, are, are hiring us to do handyman painting or remodeling. We're talking about our team members that are you know on staff here and our, our subcontractor partners, our vendor partners, to make sure that um, you know they're they're buying into what we're doing and how we're doing it. That's great. Yeah. We, I mean, we've mentioned it before on the podcast, plan, measure, adjust. You got to make sure everybody's roped in on the vision of the company. And it sounds like you guys are doing that, uh, doing a great job of that. Uh, so congratulations to you guys. We wish you continued success in your business. We'll wrap up here with you. Thank you so much for coming on the, the podcast today and joining us. Thanks for having me. And I, I, I look forward to talking with you all in the future. Is is there a fifty under fifty? Like, why do we stop at forty? <laughs> the list just gets longer as you go. <laughs> Quite honestly, sixty under sixty, seventy under seventy. Yeah, I just feel like don't tell don't tell Chris that he'll he'll try to apply for like sixty under sixty. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep it from Chris. <laughs> yeah, we won't tell him. Don't forget to check out our show notes page. Uh, we'll put a link into your website and to the article uh, from Pro Remodeler uh, uh, with the award in there. So, congratulations again, and thanks for your time today. Hey, thank you all, and uh, best of luck in the future with uh, Builder Trend. It's uh, it's a great thing you guys are doing. So thanks for bringing some technology to our uh, to the industry. So thanks, thanks, Charlie. Appreciate you. Love what you heard. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast so you can hear from more guests that will benefit your business. Also, please check out our show notes page for more information on what we discussed on this episode. You can find it at buildertrend.com/podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Building Code. Appreciate you.